Hello, Encounter students. I'm Pastor Zach, and I'm joined today with one of our worship leaders, Cassidy Beal. Hey, guys. And what we are going to be doing today is, as a portion of the Word, is that we're just going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do a Q&A format. So before we get anywhere, let's just take a moment and pause and pray. God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you that you are here and that you are with us. I pray, God, that you would come and that you would move in power. God, I pray that people that hear this, that they would be touched. God, we believe that you transcend time and space, and we believe that you are both here physically, but that you are also with every person that is watching this and listening to this. And I pray that blind eyes would be opened. God, veiled hearts would be undone. God, that we would come and that we would see your glory through this. God, touch the word. Let us go deeper in it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. One of the things that we're going to be doing in Encounter is that we are going to be having these things on Instagram called the Encounter Moment. And what these are is us just stopping and going back to the basics. The basics of how you have a relationship with God outside of the physical church. Because as far as we're concerned, until further notice, the physical church doors are closed, but we are still called to be the church walking with one another, right. but also walking in right relationship with the Lord. So we are going to spend some time figuring out how to read the Bible, figuring out how to pray, figuring out how to worship, figuring out how to fast, mm -hmm. figuring out how to serve, figuring out how to be people that are fast, fasting people. And one of the most important elements of our relationship with God is our relationship with the Word. And these, this is the big struggle that uh, me as a, as a student pastor and us as our leaders, we get questions constantly about the Word of God, how to read it, why is it important, all of that. And so we want to take a moment and ask some of the most basic questions we get on a continual basis. Okay, so our first question today, it's really simple, but it's the most frequently asked. And that is going to be, why is reading the Bible so important? Yes, this is really one of the most important questions we get because in our age, it's really hard to find significance of something, number one, that's a tangible book and right. reading, something that's on a visual mm -hmm. um, stimulate, uh, stimulus of entertainment. But reading the Bible is so important is because that this is a book that, guess what, reveals God. Mm -hmm. From page one all the way in Genesis, all the way to Revelation, reveals God. And not just God, but namely Jesus, Son of God, who stepped down from heaven, was incarnate, walking on earth, fully God, fully man, lived a perfect, sinless life, a life without fault of to God, died for our sins, rose again, that we may have life and life more abundantly, that if we come into relationship with him, believe, believe who he says he is, that we will have eternal life. And never perish. So why is reading the word so important is because we want to know who God is. And the very DNA of every single individual is who is God? Who is God? And guess what? It's answered in the Bible. And so as we open the pages in the life of Abraham in Genesis, in the life of Moses in Exodus, in the life of Paul in the New Testament, in the, in the life of the disciples, Jesus is revealed. So how can I have a relationship with someone that I don't know anything about? Mm -hmm. If I'm not learning about them and continually growing in them, I'm not really knowing them. As uh, I love social media because the friends that I do have, maybe I may not talk to them every day. Maybe I may not see them physically and tangibly, but they leave me an account of their life through posts, through videos, through pictures, through stories. And so as I'm reading about them, I'm getting a closer connection with them. We may not physically be able to see Jesus. We may not physically be able to see God. But guess what? He gave us his word. Mm -hmm. He gave us his word to reflect him and to know him even more. 
and not just to know God, but what's so important is us as believers, we need to know the word of God because it teaches us how to live a life that is faultless before God, that does not offend God. One of my favorite texts, Cassidy, and that I love not just about the word of God, but in my own life is found in Psalm 119, starting verse nine, and it goes to 11 and it says, how can a young man keep his way pure? by guarding it according to your word. We got to know his word to keep our life pure. How do we keep our life pure against impurities of life and temptations of life? It says by guarding it with the word of God. I need to know the word for it to guard. I need to know it. And it says with my whole heart, my whole heart, not a divided heart, not a half heart, not a quarter heart, but my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. How can I wander from something I don't know? And then it says, I have stored up your word in my heart. It's talking about scripture memorization. It's talking about knowing. It's talking about biblical accounts. It's talking about knowing the, the characters of the Bible. It's about knowing the life of Jesus. It says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. That I store up your word that I may not offend you. And why is the word of God so important? Because it shows us how to live a life that doesn't offend God. And that's what we want. When we, when we love someone, we don't want to hurt them. We don't want to tear them down. We don't want to break them down, but we want to build them up. And so what does the word of God do? Gives us a path that allows us to live a life that is not offensive to the one that we love. Right, right. And I love the way you explain that. It's very simple and you, know, you can stay to it. Um, our next question is going to be, where do I start and what do I do if I don't feel like reading? Yeah, these, this is also very important. This is not just a teen issue. No. This is an everybody <laughs> issue. Is where do I start? I always say start in the gospel. Right. To, to know Jesus. Know Jesus. Find out who Jesus is. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Find one of them. I always love Matthew because it gives so many accounts. It's kind of like a little narrative of who right. Jesus is. And I also say look at the book of Acts. Figure out how the church is supposed to be. F figure out what our purpose is. What is our destiny? What is? Mm -hmm. What are we on earth for? So I would say find the gospel. Pick one of the gospels and then look at the book of Acts. See who Jesus is. See the man that has saved you and redeemed your soul and then find out why he did it and what your purpose is in life. And what do we do when I don't feel like it? Sometimes you just got to push. <laughs> Sometimes you have to push through it. Sometimes you have to walk That's through right. it and do it. That's right. There's one of my things is it's Cassie and I, we, we go to the gym that is now shut down. And <laughs> it, one of the most difficult aspects is I like to go in the morning. The only time I got is in the morning. Yep. But when that alarm goes off and I want to continue to sleep, I have to look, is this going to benefit me? Or is going to the gym going to be what is the big, biggest benefit? And I have to look, man, it's going to be tiresome. It's cold. I got to go find my workout clothes. They probably stink from the day before. <laughs> but I got to get up. I got to wake up. And I got to do something that is ultimately going to benefit me. Right, may right. not feel good. May not feel great. But as Cassie and I have noticed, it's become a part of our routine. Right. Like We used to go to a class on Monday nights. And it wasn't even a thought of, are we going? We may not have felt like it. We probably both worked a full day. What time are you going to be there? Yeah, it was, what time are you going to be there? And don't go in without me because no. it's, it's social awkwardness. Yes. And so it, a lot of times we have to push past how we feel and do what's important. That's right. I completely agree. Um, our next question is going to be, how do you really get the most out of reading your word? Yes, and this is this is important because a lot of us, we read and we read and we read and we read and we don't get it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. We don't understand. And when we ultimately give up 
on the thing that we don't understand. We ultimately quit. We ultimately say, I don't feel like doing it anymore because I don't understand it. Yeah. But what I love about the Word of God is Timothy tells us that the Word of God is alive and active. And I, I talked about this in Sunday school a couple weeks. Those a uh, couple weeks ago, those that were in it have, have heard this is that I love to approach the text as an investigator. I love to look at the text and, and look at a passage and investigate it. Because let's let's look at that that career choice and that lifestyle. When when someone is being investigated, you are asking them questions, 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 and questions. To what? Get to the truth. The same thing is, is with the Word of God. You ask the right questions, you're going to get the right answers. You ask the questions of, of, where were you at? Where have you been? Like, what, what were you doing at this time? And with someone that is being investigated, the truth is going to come out whether they're guilty or they're not guilty. It's either going to exonerate them or it's going to convict them. Their alibi is either going to be good or it's going to be bad. But we have to ask the right questions mm -hmm. in order for us to be able to find and yield the right answers. So how do I do that? I simply look at the text like here real quick. We, the text we already brought forth. How can a young man keep his way pure? I'll sit down and ask the myself question. What is a young man? Like what is, what is a lifestyle that's pure? How can I do it? How can I, uh, what, what is, what is pertinent information by guarding it according to your word? I'll go, what does it mean to guard it? What does it mean to guard something? Oh, it means to, to stand and, and to fight against anything that may try to intrude, to fight against anything that may try to, to enter in with force that may be a threat or a hindrance. So it's saying by guarding it according to the word of God. Well, according to the word, the word of God, the word of God becomes that person, that watchman mm -hmm. outside the doors to, to stop an intruder. So I think, how can I keep my way pure? It says by guarding it according to the word of God. So how is the word of God acting in my life? It's supposed to be strong. It's supposed to be a fortress. It's supposed to be something that is standing at the door of my heart, working and fighting to make sure that an intruder and a foreign thing that is that is damaging and crippling does not make its way in. And this is this is an important practice because you have to sit and ask questions. What I'll do practically, and I do this with um, in my own personal Bible study time. I do this mm -hmm. when preparing a message. Is I'll sit and I'll just write down as many questions as I can think of. I may know the answer. I may think I know the answer. It may be a, a what we would call a dumb question, right. but there are no dumb questions when it comes to the Word of God. Not at all. And even if they're simple-minded, even if they're they're short, they're they're simple to understand. It becomes a building block to building and creating better questions, which what gives better answers. And so I always love to put the text and and basically you're putting the Holy Spirit at the interrogation seat because He is the one that has inspired the text. He's the one that knows the hidden secrets of the Word of God. And what we have to do is he's there, and guess what? He wants to reveal the truth of God. He doesn't want to hide things from us. He doesn't want to keep it away. He wants us to hear and to know the Word of God and the mysteries of the Word of God. But I wonder sometimes if he's just waiting for us to ask the right question. That's true, yeah. He's going, he's sitting there going, oh, I got so much information that is pertinent, but you've not asked the question. You've not asked the right mm -hmm. question. And so what I do is I just try to sit and ask as many questions. And I try to think critically as, as what we just done. Think critically through it. And at the end of it, you're going to go, wow, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit spoke to me something about my life. Maybe I'm reading this and going, I need the word of God even more in my life to guard it against the impurities of this world. Right. 
the 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 anger the bitterness the gossip the hate the 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 laziness the conformity of this world and go man i need to know the word of god more and i need to put him as a guard of my heart and so we get to pull not just the truth out of it but we also have to look how do i apply it right how do i apply this it means i need to know the word of god even more that's true it's i need to be in the word i need to memorize it i need to pray it. i need to to look into how it applies to my life even more. Mm -hmm. And so that's tonight what we want to really speak to you about is apply the word of God. The word of God is what's going to sustain us and build our relationship with God. And we want you to have a relationship with the word of God that is fruitful, that is multiplying, that is abundant, that is truthful, that is deep, mm -hmm. that reveals the mysteries of God. Yeah. And so on that, we just want to pray for you right now. We just want to pray that you would have a power and a zeal. And if you don't know the Lord, that you'd come to know the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so let's just let's just pray. God, we just thank you for your presence today. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your power. We thank you that you are here. God, that you would come, move, have your being in our midst. Lead us, guide us, strengthen us, Lord. We thank you for your spirit today. We thank you for the word of God. I pray that it would penetrate our hearts, Lord. I pray that you would inspire us, that we would be changed and renewed by your power today lord bless every listener bless every viewer god that you pour out your spirit on them that you reveal yourself to them through your text in jesus name we pray amen. amen thank you guys so much for joining us tonight thank you so much for joining us in service thank you for coming and and being a part of this virtual and online experience and we encourage you to follow us on all social media platforms lcog encounter on instagram and YouTube and, uh, and Encounter Student Ministries on Facebook. Also, don't forget to follow us on, um, on social media at Livonia COG for our main church account mm -hmm. and on Facebook, Livonia Church of God. And also don't forget to visit LivoniaCOG.com where you have the opportunity to give, find out more resources that you can have, figure out about right. our staff, our church, what we believe, how we function. Also to look at all the ministries that we have to offer that when the doors finally open, that you have a place to belong. Right. We wanna see you, we wanna see you um, on when these doors are open, but share this, like this, share this with your friends to gain traction because you never know who on your feed does not know who Jesus is. Right. You never know who doesn't know Jesus on your Facebook. And maybe one share could open up the opportunity for them to come into the Lord. What an amazing opportunity we have to go fully digital, fully online, fully virtual, to reach a harvest that would never step in the doors of a church. So we just thank you for joining us tonight. I, I pray blessings over you that you would join us as we start tomorrow in our encountering moments and continue to join us and, and grow with us.